The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. There's a degree at UCC about which I know little or nothing. Um, Freddie will tell me about the degree in international development. It's a BSc degree in international development. Freddie, you're doing that degree, but you're a bit concerned about its future. Morning to you. I am, yes. Um, so what's, yeah, so tell me I'm, what the degree is about first. Okay, fantastic. So the g- degree is called International Development, and it's a Bachelor's of Science. It's a four-year program, and really it's quite broad. It's a phenomenal course. So it's, as I say, it's called International Development. So really it touches on many social issues from around the world, such as like poverty and hunger, agricultural and rural development, food policy and food systems, human rights, governance, gender. We take sociology modules, we take government modules, we take public health modules. We learn about um, program organization and facilitation. Um, We've learned how to do press releases already this year. Um, Mm -hmm. We're learning a phenomenal amount of information that allows students to go out in the world and create impact in some of the most, I mean, topical things going on in the world right now. It almost sounds like a degree in activism, Freddie. It, it, you know what? It absolutely can lead you in that direction, and you can you can end up working in NGOs or you can go into the private sectors. And yeah. um, really, it can take you anywhere. I mean, you can go off and do law um, as a branch off of this. Why is so it something really, that you wanted to do? Uh, for me, um, well, I actually spent seven years traveling the world, and as part of doing that, I had actually done volunteering in a few other countries. So I had done um, some work in South Africa and Zimbabwe. I'd gotten really involved with a community in Bali and in Indonesia. Um, I have a really uh, close-knit connection to a town called Puerto Viejo in Costa Rica. Um, it has, you know, a lot of big industries pushing in on their rainforests and things like that. So mm. this, for me, was like I went out into the world. I saw, okay... The world is actually an amazing place, <laughs> full of amazing people. Yeah. But you know what? There's a lot of pain and suffering that's happening to people in the world that doesn't need to be there. And I was like, how do I, how do I fight some of these issues that I'm seeing? Like, how do I fight the waste going down the rivers in Bali? How do I help, um, like I say, to stop the rainforest from being burnt down in Costa Rica? You know, like I really wanted to get involved with these issues. Yeah. But I didn't think that there was an a degree program that was going to help me do that. You know, I thought that I would just have to be like grassroots movement kind sure, of activist. Sure, there's a that something like this existed. There's an old saying that travel broadens the mind, and 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 sure, it. Like what? What enticed you first to travel and see all these places, Freddie? Had you been reading about them since you were very young, or what? By the way, you um, sound very young, anyway. So you've done an awful lot in your twenty-something <laughs> years. Yes, I'm, I'm 29, um, and I yeah did seven years traveling the world. What got me started on it, you wouldn't believe, but it was actually supposed to be a two-week holiday, and I got convinced to skip my flight home because I had actually been, to be quite honest, struggling with depression and anxiety my whole life. And I wound up on this two-week holiday on my own. None of my friends had managed to book a flight, and I just thought, I need to get out for a bit. And so I did. And then that turned into nine months traveling across Europe. Where did you, where was the holiday? Seven years across the world. Uh, Austria. Austria, okay. Austria. I was going to a town called Meyerhofen um, in Austria. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I made a, fabu- made a fabulous group of friends who saw a change in me just those two weeks. Right. Um, so my mental health started to turn around. I tried to call my mom thinking she'd tell me, 
no, what are you doing? You have to get your flight home. But no, she encouraged me to <laughs> keep going. <laughs> so you went on holidays for two weeks and came back seven years later and, and, and then wanted yeah. to do this degree. And then wanted to do this degree, yeah. Um, you know, a little thing called the pandemic kind of grounded me here in Ireland for a while. And I just started thinking, right, what do I want to do with everything I've seen in the world and everything that I've been a part of and all those connections that I have? What do I want to do? And a little bit of searching, um, I did social studies at CSN first, and then um, I got put on to the path of international development. And I am so grateful that I found this degree because it is the only one of its kind in Ireland. There is no no other undergraduate degree like this one in Ireland. There are some master's degrees kind of have a similar flavour, but there is nothing like this elsewhere in Ireland. Now, your class is quite small, and I think you're a bit concerned. This is why we're talking, Freddie. You're a bit concerned because there's a rumour, at least, that this degree might be wrapped up. There's a thing called temporary cessation, and does that mean that after your class finishes, they won't be taking on any more? Is that what's happening? So what's happening is that there will be another year after my year. So anyone who wants to put um, international development on their CAO for this year, I would highly encourage them to do it because um, there is going to be one more year um, starting in September. But what's happening right now is CUBS, which is the Cork University Business School. Um, It's a branch of UCC. We have the head of CUBS put uh, InDev forward for temporary cessation, which is a necessary step for any course that's on its way to being permanently ceased. So in other words, to to use more plain language, Freddie, they've put it forward for phasing out. That's exactly it. And why are they doing that? Now, this is where it's a little unclear because they're saying that it's to do with low numbers in the course, but that doesn't really add up because there is, over the 20 years that this course has been running, there has always been between 20 and 40 students, which is the max that they can take because of uh, in third year we go on placement and it requires funding and they can't have some degrees, you know, they can have like 100 students in the room, but you can't have that for international development. Sure. So it has to be a smaller bunch anyway. In my class, there was 26 at the start of the year, and there has been a high transfer rate this year, and now we're down to 10 or 12 people. Now, I get that that sounds a bit bad, but this is one year. You might argue it's unsustainable for the college. Well, I think it would take a little bit of questioning from Cubs' end to just try and inquire around what actually happened at the beginning of this year, because my class have speculations around what happened, and we have tried to speak to Cubs and they haven't exactly been very engaged with us. Sure. So we, okay. we feel quite used, actually. Like, we think that they're, you know, using this thing of low numbers and low CAO points to try and say, like, oh, this is why we're getting rid of the program. But, mm. you know, if there's low uptake in one year, you don't ask a course that's been highly successful for 20 years. Mm. I mean, oh, in the last that long, years, is it? It's been going for 20 years wow, okay. and it has been a very successful program. I mean, we have two international development students who won graduate of the year in the last few years. So like we're doing phenomenal work on campus, at home and abroad. Yeah. So it makes no sense. And generally speaking, if you're going to move a course towards temporary cessation, like of the stories I've heard of other courses getting put that way it's generally they have like maybe two people enrolled uh, over a number of years and so they decide you know what we can't it's just phasing out because people aren't particularly interested in it now it doesn't mean i take it it. freddie it doesn't mean that you or any of your current class colleagues won't get their degree 
Doesn't mean that. We will we will still get our degree and we've paid for it. However, once the degree is ceased, it will be removed from the Cubs website. It will no longer be searchable for employers. We'll still have the piece of paper at the end of the day, but the, the content that we've studied, the detail of our modules, all of that will be missing. It'll make it more complicated when we're applying to go on and do like masters or PhDs in foreign countries. How, how come? Because, because again, if someone would look for your the transcripts, program. they won't do away with them, will they? We, as I say, we'll, we'll have the piece of paper at the end of it, but it just won't be searchable anymore. It won't exist online. I and see. that is part of the thing that devalues the degree. I see. When employers and other universities can't look it up and can't actually engage with it, can't find the head of the department to speak to them or inquire about it any I further. See. I see. So someone down the road that is talking to you about a potential job might want to go back to UCC and say, well, tell me about how Freddie did. You know, how, do, how did they do? What were they like? The degree's gone, so your re- the record of Freddie at UCC will be gone. That's it. And uh, and I suppose I suppose maybe the SREO, you know, like the um, registration office, they might have um, some of that detail. But again, this decision has been made with like minimal consultation of its stakeholders. Mm. So like students, staff, the wider community, such as like the NGOs that we do our placements with. Yeah. Um, none of these people have like been really brought into the conversation and allowed to have a voice on it. I mean, we've even got a statement from um, some of the places like that we've done um, okay. placement with asking for UCC to reconsider this decision because they rely on, on us going over there every year to support the, the work okay. that they do. Okay. Now, let's let's give UCC their 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 moment because they say that mm. the CAO application process for BSc International Development is open. Entry for the mm-hmm. 24-25 academic 25. year will progress as normal. UCC initiates reviews of the educational courses on a regular basis, etc., etc., to ensure the degree offerings are aligned with local and national industry requirements. Now it says the BSc International Development is in such a process. Any findings of the review will have no impact on those currently studying for this degree. They haven't said in that statement that it will be permanently ceased. No, they haven't. But what I would point out is that statement doesn't exactly align with the statement from the head of um, the business and law schools who directly said, and this is a, a direct quote from an email, I can confirm that the Dean of Cubs has indicated to the college office that the intention is to bring forward an application for temporary cessation of the program, which would impact intake for academic year 25-26. Now, that's coming from the, the Dean of Cubs. Co- uh, from the head of the business and law school okay. about the dean of Cubs, about it going into temporary cessation. Now, if it's just a review, as UCC says, then why are they temporary ceasing it? You don't need to move a degree into temporary cessation and close it down for a year to review it. Do, do you know what I love hearing in your voice, like, Freddie? I'm, I'm enjoying our conversation very much. And the reason is because I'm hearing, even in your voice, talking about your, your degree, I'm hearing the activism. Oh, absolutely. I'm hearing, and I mean, I'm, I'm sure that all your colleagues are like that. What did you want to do? It's one we'll watch, and UCC say, haven't confirmed it, but like you said, the evidence seems to be before your eyes that it might well be ceased. What did you want to do with it afterwards? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> so um, this is going to sound really broad, but I am a full world peace activist. That is what I spend my life talking about and promoting is the possibility of creating peace on the global stage. The way that I want to do that takes both a personal development lens and a community development lens. So I'm already a trained life coach. I actually 
was fortunate enough to get a scholarship to go and study life coaching in the US after giving a, a talk about world peace. And that gave me the ability to support people in healing from the systems, structures and cultures that have previously harmed or oppressed them. And then this degree is bringing in that community element, which will then allow me to empower those same people to go back and change the very systems, structures and cultures that previously harmed or oppressed them. Because, you know, things need a bit of a revamp, in my opinion. <laughs> and um, I mean, this is going to sound like a very mischievous question, Freddie. But yeah. do, do you believe that it is possible to achieve a world with no conflict? Do you know what? I think here's a key part for me, right, with peace, is that pain and suffering is a fundamental part of the human experience. Right? If someone breaks your heart, you want to be upset about it. If someone crosses your boundaries, you want to be angry about it. If someone passes away, you want to grieve for that person, for that loss. Okay, So Negative that kind of pain and suffering is always going yeah. to be there. Yeah. yeah, and we learn from those things, and they make life beautiful in, in a more complex kind of way. However, we know that there are systems that are you know, from an older period that are creating unnecessary pain and suffering on certain groups of people in our societies. And it's that that I want to see change in. You're speaking and of capitalism, I suspect. I think I'm speaking of, you know, um, like gender imbalances. I'm speaking about um, race issues. I'm speaking about, you know, um, migration. I'm speaking about a lot of things, to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. There is a lot that's going on in our world that doesn't, and I've been out there. I'm not talking about this like I just watched the news last night and this is something someone said and I'm regurgitating it. I spent seven years traveling the world. I never, ever saw a world that didn't embrace me, that didn't make me feel loved and cared for because I, I was on my own at 19 years of age, just a, a little girl off traveling the world. And I saw community everywhere I went, from townships in South Africa to Skid Row in LA to, you know, like I was mentioning a while ago, to tiny little towns in Costa Rica. Like, there is connection and community everywhere. And this idea that we're all different and there are barriers, that all really feeds away when you're not hearing about it through social media or, you know, these like on the news or anything like that like i am loving your enthusiasm so much freddie <laughs> i really am i could talk about this all day i get so that sense I, yeah i'd really like to bring us back to um the degree program if i can because go you on know, we're, we're running out of time person. but give me give me a minute on, on it and why it means so much to you to keep it then because i'm running out of time well, like I say, I mean, I don't think there's any other degree program that I could have studied that would give me the tools to go out and create the kind of change that we're talking about. But not only has there been like no consultation with student staff and the wider community, we're also a group of young and old, national and international, which I think demonstrates that this course appeals to all types of people. And with adequate promotion, it could be a highly sought after course. I mean, Ireland prides itself on its world famous aid and development initiatives. We are one of the most generous countries in the world and we really pride ourselves on that like people love the Irish no matter where you go people want to embrace us and I think that's because of the amazing work that we do and this course directly facilitates that and also it's like I mean totally in alignment with UCC's whole uh, dedication to the sustainable development goals yeah. which is like yeah. the majority Progress of progressiveness is meant on. to be a big thing with UCC that's it I mean they recently launched like the, the Praxis Centre for Global Development and I mean, how can you be getting rid of the one course that's directly about international development? 
at the same time as you're like promoting the Praxis Centre for Global Development. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me, right. you know. I'm going to leave it there. I, I suspect we'll talk again, if not about this, about something else. One of the most vibrant young voices, and I'm not saying that because you're still there, Freddie. One of the most <laughs> vibrant uh, and enthusiastic young educated voices we've had on the Opinion Line in a very, very long time. Courts 96 FM.